You're listening to the Business in Morocco podcast, the podcast that discusses all things business and all things Morocco. My name is Ryan Mimone, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Kirk, and our goal is to share our knowledge and experiences in order to help you gain wisdom, skills, and habits that can help you succeed in business and in life. You can learn more about us by going to our website, moroccopodcast.com. All right, let's get started with today's episode. It's going to be a lovely day. Welcome to the Business in Morocco podcast. This is episode 15, where we will talk about should you go to university or should you consider alternatives? Is it important for your career path? But first, let's get an update uh, for the week. Ryan, what's going on? Hey, Ryan. Good to see you. I just finally booked a training time with a company that I have seriously been working on since I met one of the directors at a Christmas party. So knowing that it's May 24th, you think about the length of the sales cycle. It's been scheduled before. uh, So I'm not even going to say it's happening until I'm finished and I've completed the workshop. But I have my fingers crossed. I have a little bit of hope that it'll happen. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm also exercising patience. Uh, <laughs> we've done a lot of traveling and we've been seeing a lot of friends and I've been working at the same time. And when you're traveling, you're on other people's turf, you're in Airbnbs, you're in other people's houses, you're you're constantly on the move. Uh, for a personality mm-hmm. like mine, it's pretty tiring. Uh my son is sick, so that adds stress to the situation. But overall, it's been a good trip so far. We're we're uh, in Chicago right now. Yeah. The weather is beautiful. We've never I've never been here. I've never been to Chicago, and it's a great city. It's very diverse. It's very clean. There are a lot of parks. There's a gigantic lake right on the city, and there's a large river that runs through the city and goes all the way down to Louisiana and New Orleans out into the Gulf of Mexico. So theoretically, you could get in a boat and drive that boat from Chicago to the Gulf of Mexico, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's actually true. And my wife was just telling me somebody who did it. It's actually true. If you Google the Great Loop, you'll see it can be done. You can sail all the way through the Great Lakes and down through the states just as you described it's amazing yeah i'll have to think about that one day i mean i'm not really (laughs) a a much of a boating person but i can imagine that would be that would be a fun time the we did go on a a river cruise uh, that was a guided tour and i believe the guide said it would take about two weeks to do which it's not a long time i don't i'm surprised it's that short i don't know if that includes many port stops I'm sure that we would want to stop along the way in the various cities that are along the river and not just keep sailing the entire time. But uh, yeah, yeah, something to think about. Yeah, Chicago is actually a lot like Toronto. We don't have a river that the city 
is based around, but we are right on one of the Great Lakes and very similar weather. And, you know, the cities developed kind of around the same age. And so they're very, very similar sister cities almost. The Raptors have a big game tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, do you follow the NBA? Are you a basketball fan? Uh, not really. No, I'm actually a hockey fan. So ah. the Leafs are out. The Toronto hockey team is done. So I'm not really into sports at the moment. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I follow the Golden State Warriors from time to time. So I've been following who, uh, who they will be playing in the NBA Finals. And it'll be interesting to see. Toronto seems to have a very enthusiastic fan base yeah i see all my friends back back in canada just going crazy getting getting on the bandwagon and catching raptors fever so we'll see all right let's get into the topic of today which is should you go to university this is an ever-increasing subject of debate a lot of people out there take for granted that university is the best choice for everyone and it's my opinion that may not be the case. There are a couple of questions that I think every young person needs to ask themselves before they decide they want to go to university. And that the first question is why? Why would you want to go to university? What is the goal? What value do you think that you're going to capture from university? There is this existential idea of a universal education, a well-rounded student that understands history and, and math and language and science and the arts. But the question is, can you learn that only at university today? And is it worth the cost that you'll have to pay at university? So that would be the first question that I would ask myself if I was a student. What profession do I want to pursue in life? What area of work and is university the best place to prepare for that? Could you better prepare for that career with an internship or an apprenticeship or some kind of alternative education that is shorter in length and cheaper in cost? The next question that I think everyone should ask is where? Where should you go to school? What types of schools are out there? Should I try to go to university in the United States or in Europe or in, stay in Morocco? Coming from the United States, if you say, yes, I want to go to a college or a university in the United States, well, that has a lot of possibilities. There are 50 states in the United States, and each one has many different universities of varying degrees of quality and cost. And so if you're thinking you want to go to the United States to study, it's important to understand the nature of the college. Where is it located? Do you want to live in a big city? Do you want to live out in the country? Do you want to be at a university that has other people that speak my native language, that understand my culture? What kind of, of footprint does that university have uh, for people like me? If I'm Moroccan, are there other Moroccans that are already going to this university? Will I have community there? Will I be able to continue speaking Darija and celebrate uh, the Muslim holidays? Uh, or am I okay being alone at a university and being completely immersed in a new culture and a new situation without much familiarity from home? I have heard that this is one of the biggest challenges for a lot of foreign students is they go to the United States and 
they find it hard to get in community and they they become homesick and they end up leaving which is the worst of all situations is to spend all the time and the effort and the money to move overseas to go to university and not finish those are all some good points i love the question of why in in my upbringing it was sort of implied or understood it was an expectation that upon finishing high school we were going to go to university rather than trying to figure out well what is it you want to do in your life and is university going to be helpful in accomplishing that is university going to equip you and prepare you for your career and especially when you're spending a lot of money you don't want to be using university as the way to figure out what you want to do with your life you don't want to take years of classes and use up all that time and effort and money in order to eliminate options. It's much better to figure those things out apart from school. So whenever somebody says, oh, well, university, it's, you know, it's it, part of it is the experience, it's the maturing, it's the developing. Better to accomplish all those things through an internship, as you mentioned. You can move into a small apartment or some kind of a dormitory style housing arrangement, live with other young people, um, gain some independence, try stuff out, learn new things, meet new people, be exposed to new ideas without having to spend a lot of money attending classes. You could instead be working in some sort of office or retail or some type of workplace throughout the day and still be gaining all those experiences but making a profit or gaining experience rather than spending money and going into debt yeah those are good points now there there are some careers where a degree is necessary there's there's definitely professional roles that require a university degree either because it's it's a door opener for companies to look for you you look at you you need that qualification or the knowledge you gain in class will actually be applied in your career so if you're an engineer or you're a lawyer or you're a nurse or you're a doctor you're going to be using the content you learned in class you will be applying that within your career not all of it of course but you need to have that basic foundation and the understanding in order to practice that career as a professional but there's a lot of other careers and there's a lot of other professionals out there where you look at what they studied in university and there's just no connection the the content that they took in in their lectures are not actually relevant to their daily life and their career absolutely i think you can put all of the so-called liberal arts in this category history social studies. In fact, any degree program that has the word studies in it, uh, you, probably, <laughs> you probably are not going to find much value that will apply to the job that you will eventually be doing. Unless you really need a degree to go to medical school or to go to law school or to become an engineer, you really need to think hard about whether a university degree is worth it. And I think that if you talk to recent graduates from university, they're coming to find, and it's not just in Morocco, but around the world, that most employers just don't care. 
They just don't care about your degree. They don't care about your grades. They need you to produce more profit than they have to pay you, and often much more profit than they have to pay you. And if they don't have a good expectation that you're going to be able to do that, or that you're going to require a tremendous amount of training in order to get to that point, then it's just going to be a much harder hiring decision. When you talk about jobs that, that certainly don't need a university degree or a university program, I immediately think of tech jobs, jobs that require building software programs, a software engineer, a computer programmer. You can learn these skills online right now, and you can learn it for much cheaper than the average university tuition. A couple examples are Code Academy. It's when the, some of these examples that I'm going to be mentioning are, are taught in English. So it would be important to understand that you need to have a firm grasp of English in order to do these programs. But on the other hand, it's online and it's self-paced. So you'll have time to read and learn and digest as opposed to a classroom where someone is speaking in the front of the class and you need to understand everything that's going on. Online programs have the advantage of being able to review the material and take it slower if English is not your first language. So the first example that I will give is, it's called www.codeacademy.com and we'll put this in the show notes. There's a lot of free resources on there and free classes you can just take online. You choose what you want to learn, meaning what programming language do you want to learn? What types of things do you want to learn? Do you want to learn how to program an Android application or build a software program for uh, Apple computer? You learn by doing, meaning you're not just sitting and, and taking notes in a classroom, but you're actually doing the work every day. So you learn and then you apply. At this particular code academy, you put your code that you're learning, you put it into the system and it tests it right away and tells you whether or not you've made mistakes so you can get instant feedback. And then you actually work on real world projects to hone your skills. If you're anything like me, I learn by doing and not necessarily by reading or listening, but the way that I really learn something and develop it as a skill is by doing it and making mistakes and revising and doing it again. And once you've gone through the Code Academy, some of it is free and then the advanced courses are, you have to pay. But there are a lot of people who've gone through Code Academy and they've learned these skills and then they apply for and they get jobs after that. So that's one example. Today's episode is brought to you by SIST British Education. For 18 years, SIST has been delivering a British curriculum in Morocco and awarding bachelor's, master's, and MBA degrees from Cardiff Metropolitan University in the UK. SIST is a unique higher education institute which operates completely in English, with locations in Casablanca, Rabat, Tangier, and Marrakesh. SIST students are privileged to receive British education and degrees with worldwide recognition in addition to accreditation through the Moroccan government. 
CIST has set a vision to recruit and train top students to be world-class business graduates. I've been teaching at CIST for three years now and highly recommend it. Check out CIST British Education at www.cist.ac.ma and choose the CIST experience. Now back to the show. Well, Ryan, do you have an example of an alternative to a university education? Yeah, the things that come to mind for me are, are, are tech schools as well. So there's a program that was started in Europe a few years ago. It's called Le Wagon. And they just ran a course in Casablanca. I think it's an eight-week intensive. You can search for them on, on Facebook. But that was running, I think the graduation was mid-December. And it's not the first one they've done in Casablanca. Another one is a school called U-Code, Y-O-U Code. And this is in a, a smaller town in Morocco called uh, Yusfia. I might be mispronouncing that because I've never heard anybody say it. And I had to Google where it was. It's a very small town. But they run this coding school there and they accept students and it's an intense program. Um, I'm actually hoping to visit and do an interview with one of the, the directors that, that runs it to just share and, and widely publicize the work that they're doing because this is a, a wonderful alternative to, to studying at university. It's much more focused, it's application, action-oriented, as you said, and it doesn't take a long time. You know, Rather than studying for four or five years, in eight months or a year and a half, you can be equipped to make a difference in a company. You've got real world skills that can help a company do something, help a company make money. The other thing is a lot of the information that used to be only accessible through attending lectures at a university is now available online. So with all the universities around the world, many of them have created YouTube channels or you know web portals where they've just publicized some of their lectures and so if there's a subject that you're really keen on learning about you can often find a lot of that information online now of course you can't write that on your CV hey I've watched a thousand hours of YouTube's on this topic so that's pretty much the same as getting a degree employers may not buy that but if you're learning something that allows you to demonstrate actual skills, real world applicable skills, then you can prove your knowledge through your portfolio. No matter what path you're choosing, another question you need to ask yourself is how? How will I get there? How will I pay for it? In terms of a university application, what sets your application apart from others? What makes you special? As I mentioned a few episodes ago, the competition for foreign students going to American universities is fairly high. And if you're not thinking about your application during college and lycée and taking the appropriate classes and doing the extracurricular activities, meaning the things outside of class, are you volunteering? Are you working? Are you practicing an instrument? Are you playing a sport? All of these things matter when you apply to university. 
So you need to think about how you're preparing to go to university or how are you preparing to do an alternative to university like an online program. Are you practicing your English? Are you practicing your French? Are you going to try to learn to code in French or in English? These things are, are all important when thinking about your education. The other thing I want to mention is one of the habits, one of the seven habits of highly effective people that, that you've talked about, Ryan, which is begin with the end in mind. No matter where you go, whether it's a university or an online program, you should be thinking about what you're going to do during that education and after that education. You should specifically have a goal for after your education that your education will support. For example, I want to be a history teacher. Okay, then I'm going to go to university and study history and get my master's degree in history and that will support my goal of being a history teacher. Or I am going to be an engineer, that I'm going to go to university and study physics and calculus and mathematics, and that will support my engineering degree. What you don't want to do is go into a university situation and take all of the interesting, easy classes that are scheduled during hours that you want to go to class and then just come out of university with a degree that's not going to help you reach your long-term goal. Yeah, I agree. An expression we use when, when teaching this class is begin with your CV in mind. And so right from first year, you're already thinking, what do I want to write on my CV? If you've chosen a program based on a future career that you're interested in, um, then you don't want to graduate and just have one line, which is your education. You also need to think through your experience. So how are you going to be using your weekends? How are you going to be using your four-month summer breaks? You should have multiple work experiences listed on your CV by the end of your degree, by the time you graduate. But then, as you mentioned, there's volunteering, there's attending events, there's extracurricular activities, being part of clubs and associations. All of these things are crucial and some of them teach you skills that are far more valuable than what you're learning in the classes. So I love some of the programs and some of the associations that exist in Morocco. I see Enactus is very active. A lot of students are involved in that. Um, they're learning about entrepreneurship, they're getting leadership experience, they're developing soft skills, they're being exposed to business leaders and rubbing shoulders with companies, they're building up their network, and all of this is happening separate from their class time. That's essential idea for an ongoing education or a post high school education is work. You need to be doing something productive during your time other than taking classes because that is what's going to separate you from the other students who simply go to class and do nothing else. We all know that it's very competitive for young people in Morocco trying to get jobs. That when a company posts a job, say on a Vito or some other website, they get hundreds if not thousands of applications. 
And you need to think about that when you're doing your education and taking advantage of opportunities, whether it's internships or working during college. Another concrete suggestion I can make for those of you who are considering computer programming or computer engineering, it's called www.onemonth.com. And it is a specific computer programming language called Ruby on Rails. You spend about 15 minutes a day for one month and you learn the basics of the code. But more importantly, you'll learn if it's something that you enjoy doing or you want to pursue more. And it's a fairly nominal fee. You would have to get someone who has a credit card that can be charged in in dollars or euros in order to uh, take the course. But you could do it for one month. You could see if you like it. And then you could continue to pursue your education if it's something that you enjoy. You wouldn't have to commit to an entire semester or an entire year or four year of classes uh, to see if it's something that you enjoy doing. So again, that's called www.onemonth.com and we'll put this uh, on the resource page and in the show notes for this episode. Yeah, that's good. Another thing we haven't mentioned that can be a detriment to time at university is that especially in tech degrees, it can be very difficult for universities to keep up with changes in the marketplace. We've mentioned on a previous episode that when we both did our MBAs, we took some courses in marketing. And in those courses, it was, you know, I only graduated six years ago. But at that time, you know, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, these were very, very small um, compared to what they are now. And their importance and their, their relevance, their position in the role of marketing has drastically changed. And that happened very quickly, just over the last five years or so. So it's very difficult for universities to keep the curriculum up to date and relevant with the needs of the marketplace. So a lot of times, your program that you're looking at may not equip you may not equip you for the real world yes if there's one thing i'd like to leave with our listeners as we wrap up this episode it's this university is appropriate for some people but it's not appropriate for everyone and if you think just because you go to university and you get a diploma or you get a degree that that will help you get a job when you get out you're just wrong and all you have to do is talk to recent graduates about how hard it has been to find a job you've been listening to the business in morocco podcast my name is ryan kirk here with my co-host ryan maimon if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on itunes google play spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Download our entire library of podcasts on our website, moroccopodcast.com, where you'll also find extra resources related to each episode in the show notes, including a transcript of the show. If you've got a question or topic you think we should cover on the podcast, fill out the form on moroccopodcast.com or email us at ryan at moroccopodcast.com 
and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Our theme music is Lovely Day by Bill Withers, used under Creative Commons, and we hope you'll have a lovely day doing business in Morocco. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.